0: Hello, internet detectives. I'm Lauren Chippen, professional writer who does own one of those Hamilton t-shirts with all the different names.
1: And I'm Cher McAnally, head of entertainment at Tumblr who has long ebony black hair with purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid back.
0: (laughs) Yes, this, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This going to be a great episode. And this, is, and this is Dashboard Diaries, a podcast for you, the folks who are in this internet bunker with us. We talk about what's going on in our favorite hell site, get into what we like to call tumble lore, do fandom deep dives, and share the times when we've gone feral over a new ship. And today, we are doing the same thing we did last episode, which is that we are bringing to each other our favorite fandom tumblr scandal conspiracy drama, and we didn't tell each other what the the ones that we're bringing were until this moment but uh, share I think I I think I know (laughs) I think I know what you what you brought today
1: what uh what do you think I brought today Lauren what makes you think and also what makes you think that is what I I think I think based on your introduction
0: (laughs) and the the lovely description of your appearance I think we're maybe talking about (laughs) my immortal (laughs)
1: You are correct. Or that could just be how I look. (laughs) No one knows because this is a podcast. No one knows. I could have that hair. No, but you are correct. This is definitely the My Immortal saga. And I know vaguely what your conspiracy is. Like, it's the, like, Hamilton, like, like saga, but I don't exactly know what the name of it is. So, or, like, what the kind of, like, content, like, I... I read the context and info about this conspiracy as part of my research about a month ago or a few weeks ago when we were doing our last yeah. episode, but for this episode, I knew exactly what I was going to go in for, so uh, I have... Nice, Wow, Well, nice. that was a way long way of saying I kind of know what yours is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I am. My My intro was also a little bit of a hint. I am going to be talking about the Hamilton Cannibal Mermaid fanfic... HIV fake identity conspiracy. Of course, of course, that was yes. All of those words are relevant to this. <laughs>
1: That's actually what I was gonna say, Lauren. You took the words out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I I, I actually changed this at the last minute because I was looking for a dashboard confessional and had a particularly appropriate one. So before we get into these wide-reaching conspiracies, Cher, do you have anything from your archives to share today?
1: I do. I have two posts from my archives today. One which just is a post that's relevant for my archives and the other because I have a short story to go along with it, which I put in the yes. notes. Yeah. So the first one I posted on September 25th, I think 2017, 2018, I think it was 2018 when yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge won all of her Emmys for Fleabag. And she's there's this photo of her sitting outside on like, a lawn chair in her dress with a margarita smoking a cigarette and her multiple Emmys on either side of her. And it it was posted by Fleabagged who captioned it, Picture of God herself. And then someone reblogged it and said, uh, someone reblogged it. I'm pretty sure I reblogged it. I reblogged it and said, this is the most important photo to ever exist. It was- It
0: should be in the list. It was
1: honestly, it really should be. It was the background on my phone for a while, the background on my computer. I love this photo. It's aspirational. It's iconic. It's avant-garde, you know- it has a je ne sais quoi I, yeah. about it. I wish I spoke more languages so I could speak about it in other ways. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. So anyway, that one, that is just, you know, completely earnestly one of my favorite, you know, like photos and definitely, you know, one of my like, you know, it's definitely a vision board photo for me, I would say. Yes, I
0: too, absolutely. Thanks to Aspire yes, To. Yes,
1: I too want to be surrounded by awards while I drink a margarita on a like on a uh, pool chair, you know, on a pool lounge. Yes, lounger, in, a, in a ball in gown. In a ball gown. As yeah. one does. Luxury. Ideal. That's luxury. And <laughs> that is the, luxury. the next post I have, just this is this 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 story is far shorter than the Pope baby wall story. Uh, <laughs> Still
0: a favorite just, of uh, mine. this whole
1: morning. <laughs> so this post I posted is a little bit of a cheat because I posted it on September 10th, not which is you know a few weeks ago, but in 2017. But it is it's a text post that says I just read the phrase "boy thrusty. Dot, dot, dot. Thressy is gender neutral, you fucking fools. And then Greedy for Love reblogged it with a gif of Ariana Grande saying it's equality, which iconic, Perfect. true, accurate. And the quick story that I wanted to share where the note the note here says, reminder to tell Debussy story. So Yeah,
0: very curious about this. <laughs> I was
1: at my friend's house a few weeks ago and on their coffee table was a book of sheet music. It said Debussy, sheet music. And I said what is Debussy sheet music until I realized my mistake. And I do want to clarify, I realized my mistake before they, like, I know that who Debussy is. Like, I just want to clarify that. It just took a hot sec, but I think it's a little unfortunate that instead of when thinking Debussy, when I see Debussy, I think Debussy, Debussy, Debussy sheet music. Just a I don't know what that would be, but I'm interested to know. The
0: the incredible composer De, Debussy. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's incredibly good. <laughs> what did your friend react with? Were they like, um, it's Debussy? Uh,
1: uh they they you know were. Honestly, they laugh, but it's pretty, unfortunately, it's pretty on brand for me. And I am going to say, Lauren, I've been sitting here kind of having like my my second brain, uh, my, you know, half brain working on a pun for Claire de Lune that also in, 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 <laughs> includes it, it, Claire de Lussie. I don't know. We're We're working on it. <laughs> Claire Debussy Loon. I don't know. We'll get there. But anyway, there's something. There's something. If you, yeah. If, you, if, you, of if work. you have thoughts there, let me know. Like yeah, if you if you have a Claire De Loon Deb Debussy cover,
0: I would love to hear it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine that really. Anyway,
1: I don't even know why, honestly, I'm sharing this just publicly for the public record to know that this is,
0: you know, you this know I love it. a
1: Private moment with me and two friends. But instead, I was like, no, no, everyone needs to know. No, I'm
0: going to tell the Internet about
1: this. Yeah, exactly. That is
0: honestly the Tumblr spirit, <laughs> it, though, true. I think. It's yeah. like you, you tell things to thousands of strangers that you would not say necessarily to like. You know somebody at at your work. Oh my right? gosh! Never
1: in a million years would I admit that in the marketing meeting that I just had
0: two hours ago. <laughs> but <laughs> as I was saying that, I was like, "Well, you do work at Tumblr, know, I, so the vibes are a little bit different." That <laughs> one, I
1: honestly was pretty embarrassed by because that's just like, oof, you know, that's <laughs> that's a that's a bigger oof than normal. But but yeah, I was completely other tangent. But yeah, from for. for Like, from a Tumblr POV, that would be completely normal. Friday was Hobbit. The most recent Friday was Hobbit Day. And I decided that it would be fun to just post the word Hobbit over and over and over again on the entertainment account in different fonts. And I really don't know how to tell my manager that that engagement rate exceeded any engagement rate we've seen on... (laughs) original content this year. One of them was a poll that just was, again, the word Hobbit, but just, like, slightly different, and it got 8,500 votes. I promoted it for 15
0: minutes. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. That's incredible. Again, that is the true Tumblr spirit.
1: Like, that's amazing. That is enough of an achievement that in our weekly updates, like, every week on Monday, we send three three things we got accomplished last week, three things we want to accomplish this week, and the Hobbit Day campaign... (laughs) Was one of my three things. So I just, <laughs> that is my job. I mean, you and did And that it. is a metric of success <laughs> is the word Hobbit written m- multiple times.
0: <laughs> That's so good. I love it. You have such a great job.
1: <laughs> I, I truly love it so much. That's why I've been here nine years, actually, officially, as of like the last couple of weeks.
0: Uh, oh, my God. Congratulations. They, I'm going to haunt
1: these halls forever. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. So
1: they'll be playing, you know, <laughs> they'll be playing Debussy at a... <laughs> at my funeral and I'll still be working at Tumblr. <laughs> anyway, Lauren, I derailed that just uh, in an unbelievable fashion. What is your no, dad's work confessional?
0: <laughs> so it's not linked in our notes for this episode because it is a post that is now private. Oh, a, a while ago, even on my like secret blog, I just like made a bunch of posts private just because I, you know, don't want people to be able to track me through various things. So, I won't be able to reblog this or anything. But it is a post from September 30th, 2015. And it just says, "Guess who's seeing Hamilton tomorrow? <laughs> it's me." Because I guess I saw Hamilton 2015, oh my gosh. which yeah, uh, which is 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 pretty wild because that was before I mean before I released my first podcast. It was, you know, it, it, yeah, it was a long time ago. Oh
1: my god, wait. I I'm checking right now to see the exact date that I saw Hamilton
0: cuz it Oh my god. Would be
1: very close to when you saw it.
0: That would be so weird.
1: Oh, and also I'm just so excited to talk about Hamilton with you. I feel like that's a whole we need a whole other episode. I know this one is a very specific conspiracy on, on this yes.
0: one, but we do need one on the Hamilton fandom cuz it, it's interesting yeah. like at the at the time like yeah, this this post has 3 likes on it and This was at a time when on this particular Tumblr, I had like 10,000 followers. And I've since. Yeah. And like three people liked it because like this was Hamilton hadn't gotten a grip on Tumblr yet in in September of 2015. And so it's like, I think I had a couple of, you know, mutuals who were who were excited for me because I know I love Broadway, but like it hadn't sort of been like a it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a thing yet. So, yeah, did, were you able to find it? I am. This is so embarrassing. I just have
1: posted so many times on Instagram. I'm almost there. I've just been <laughs> scrolling this whole time. <laughs> That's so But good. I am, where am I? I'm at 20, I'm in December 2016, so so we're getting there. So you're getting there. But I, getting while, there. while I scroll, I can I can share a similar Hamilton anecdote. My So I started at Tumblr in September 2014, and my manager at the time, Danielle Sterley, like... She's really, she loves Broadway and she loves, especially like finding shows that are up and coming. So she goes to the public a lot. So she saw Hamilton at the public and,
0: amazing, you know,
1: came back and was like, this is, this is it. Like, this is going to be huge. And she bought, you know, front, she saw Hamilton front row, like I think opening week and bought multiple front row tickets for pretty much nothing when, it first, yeah, when sure. it first came out and just like brought friends and saw it. And I just like think that is just, and she kept telling, she was telling every single person in the office, like, look, man, see Hamilton see it as soon as possible. Like you will not regret it. And that's I, incredible. Yeah. She and knew. I actually, when I, I'm almost I'm right around the post, when I saw it, I went with, I went in the middle of the work day, actually, because she was my manager. Amazing. I was like, Oh, uh, you know, I want to go see the Hamilton, um, Matinee today. Can I go? And she was like, <laughs> Can I She go? was like, "Yes, of course. Cancel your meetings. Go to Hamilton." And well,
0: I—little did you know that that would be research for working at Tumblr. Right.
1: I know it was so. It worked out so well, and it was. I actually I went with a coworker. I went with like our fashion person, Valentine. And it was. I went. I didn't go. I went February 2016.
0: Oh, yeah. but close. And I, yeah, I went Very in the middle of the day, still
1: saw the full, so I got to see the full cast, which I feel like that yes. is just a huge, like it was, I I mean, it's still an incredible show and I want to see it again, but I mean, was yeah. that like, what was your, but, what was your experience like seeing Hamilton? Like, where are you on the Hamilton fan scale? Because it seems like you were already quite aware of it when you saw it in 2015.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I, so I'm, I'm from New York and my parents are like big Broadway people. They're like, they're, you know, and like, yeah. So I, I grew up seeing a lot of shows. I was very, very fortunate to get to see a lot of shows and see a lot of original casts, which is amazing. And I think my dad had heard from friends of his that had seen it at the public. They were like, when this moves, you know, like, this is moving to Broadway this year. Like, you should go see it. And so I think it opened on Broadway in like the summer of 2015. And so I was coming to visit my my parents that fall and so like my dad got tickets for like Mm -hmm. the three of us to go and because I think yeah my sister was still living in Denver at that time and I knew that like it was sort of the hot like it was the hot and up and coming thing like you know the New York theater scene was like talking about it but this was before the cast album had come out so like it hadn't quite like broken containment yeah like it was it was the thing that everybody was talking about who was like into Broadway but because like the larger public hadn't heard any of the music it like wasn't quite a a big thing and so i went pretty much in cold like i was familiar with with in the heights like i was familiar Mm -hmm. with lynn miranda's work and of course like a lot of the you know the cast members i was familiar with 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 their you know previous performances and things like that but I was just like I was blown away. Like me and my, my parents both were just like bowled over by it. Like, did you did you love it when you saw it?
1: I like absolutely loved it so much. I already was listening yeah. to the soundtrack and really wanted to see it for a long time. I think I'd been entering the lottery pretty much daily mm-hmm. for like consistently until me and until I went to the show and we bought the t- we got day of we got tickets on. I think you know we did like a resale, but we got them. 45 minutes before showtime and just like oh my God. hopped on the subway and sprinted there. So we got like I think there were ninety-five dollars or something for like mezzanine tickets. Wow. It was pretty good. Yeah. That's we were really like, good. We got, I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm gonna go like jump out in the middle of the day. again, I have the coolest job ever. At what other job could you be like, yeah. hey boss, I wanna go see a matinee Broadway show? And she's like, please go do that. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. Please cancel your yeah. meetings. <laughs> <laughs> that's but amazing yeah, it's just, and it's I mean,
1: oh, I mean I feel like I don't even there's so many songs in Hamilton I want to talk about but I also know that I don't want to completely derail our episode but it was like it was such a cultural phenomenon were you in the fan like the fanfic aspect of it as well
0: well so here's what's this is well, actually like a great actually, yeah a great sort of segue I mean because fanfic is just Wait. historical fanfic anyway is it i don't know right. I mean, oh yeah. no to- totally so i did go down like a little bit of a rabbit hole around like the the like literal history mm-hmm. of it because i was very interested in the fact that like lin-manuel miranda had made a musical off of like a historical biography yeah <laughs> i thought that was just like a really bizarre thing to do and my dad is a classic dad. So he had like read that book, you know, years ago and owned it and, you know, has read like all of Ron Trudeau stuff. And so like, the you know, the, the day after or whatever we saw it, like I, you know, borrowed my dad's copy and started to read through it and stuff. And I actually found that like very interesting. And also if you, yeah, if you've read the Ron Trunau biography, you might see my last name there a couple times because the Shippens did know the Burrs. Like, they were pretty good it friends with, with the Burrs. <laughs> but also, there was, like, a very sort of, like, fun, like, side quest that Alexander Hamilton... Uh, I actually don't even know if this is in the... This is such as This might be a bonus clip, this whole s- sidebar. I don't even know if this is in the Ron Ch- Churnow biography because I ended up reading a biography about Peggy Shippen, like, years mm-hmm. later. And Alexander Hamilton was, like, a big feature in it because he argued for... My god, let me, OK, so Benedict Arnold, mm-hmm. right? Are you familiar? Yeah. yeah, so like traitor to, to the revolution. And he was working very closely with this guy, Major Andre, in the British army. And he got introduced to Major Andre through his wife, Peggy Shippen, because she and Andre had like a little bit of like a flirtation when they were younger. And Andre was eventually caught, weirdly, by my great, 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 great grandfather that I guess those families ended up marrying down the line. Like it's a very weird thing. <laughs> Lauren, your
1: family is so embedded in American history. What in the world? Yeah, what it's
0: really was history class strange. like for
1: you? What were those, like, <laughs> family tree assignments like? <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, I, I got. Anytime we learned about the Revolutionary War, it's like my, yeah, my my family was kind of all over the place there. They were 100 percent loyalists though. The <laughs> ship and a flag, were loyalists. flag uh,
1: for <laughs> anyone out there who is worried that we we're on the side of the
0: redcoats. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do. In Hebrew n- Hebrew I Heart do Lord not endorse 2023? the. <laughs> I do not endorse the actions of my ancestors on, on you know, in more ways than one. Anyway, so Andre was captured and, and sent to execution mm-hmm. and he was eventually hanged by the Revolutionary Army. But Alexander Hamilton actually wrote to I, I, whoever was in charge and was like, I don't think that Andre should be hanged because that's a dishonorable way to be executed. He should have the firing squad. And like, the way that Hamilton, and this all sort of connects back, the way that Hamilton like wrote about Andre, it felt like, at least in my reading of it, I was like, he, he's arguing that this guy should have an honorable death because he's hot. <laughs> like, because Andre was sort of like famously handsome and like Hamilton met him when he was imprisoned and was like, this guy's like, like, he's, he's got something. He's really got something. And... Hamilton's bisexuality is something that, like, is a very big part of the Hamilton fandom. And that, like, I actually think there's pretty good evidence for in the Ron Trinor Trinor biography because of his relationship with Lauren's. Man, this is making me sound like I'm a huge Hamilton fandom person. Weirdly, I'm not. But I do find that, like, historical aspect of it very interesting. You know, and as a bisexual person, I'm always like, which, where have we been in history, you know? (laughs) Sorry, I just threw so much information at you. I am
1: right there with you. I love that we are finally reinterpreting History and like accurately, and not just being like, oh, he was very good friends with this yes, man. Yes, exactly. They together until their old days in friendship. Normally in separate rooms and beds. Friendly leave if as friends. <laughs> In full (laughs) clothes at all times, even in the shower as
0: friends. (laughs) Yep, yep, exactly. We should do an episode on like Hamilton fandom at some point, because I do feel like it's a huge rabbit hole that we could go down. But I guess to start out, yeah, so we both saw Hamilton 2015, 2016. We loved the show. Did you go into the fandom at all? Like, or were you part of the fandom, would you say?
1: I was definitely part of the Hamilton fandom. I was deeply obsessed with Hamilton, listened to the soundtrack on a constant loop, for so long, my poor seatmate, because, again, those ne- those headphones <laughs> were not noise canceling. She sat next to me through my Hamilton phase, through my greatest showman phase, oh, through my Chicago so phase. Good. She's really, she's, and she's still my friend. And, you know, that's deep. That's real friendship right that's there. That's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. It's beautiful, right? But anyway, yeah, I, I was definitely a big Hamilton fan. I need to dive back into my archives to see if I was, you know, reblogging a lot of stuff and posting about it. I definitely posted some about it, but I, yeah, was... Like, definitely I would consider myself a huge fan, especially at the peak of kind of Hamilton. What about you? Were you kind of all all in there, like, in terms of posting about it, too?
0: Um, a little bit. I definitely made, like, a couple of posts. I interacted with a couple of posts. But, like, I would not say that I was, like, deep in on, on the fandom. Like, I was seeing some stuff, but, like, I don't think I ever reblogged any, like, fan art. I never read any fan fiction. Like, I was... And that's usually how I interact mm-hmm. with fandoms that I'm in. And I would say that for Hamilton, mostly, yeah, I was like, listening to the soundtrack. Oh, God, actually. Okay, so I did do... <laughs> this is sort of embarrassing. I did do several Hamilton sing-alongs in Los Angeles that were, were like, very fun, but, like, quite silly. Like, they, they would be these things at bars like in the back rooms mm-hmm. of bars where you'd go and you'd sort of like sign up for a song and then you'd basically do like karaoke to like the the instrumental track of the show and like you would every like basically people would put on the entire show and just everyone would kind of get up and do different different that things so much fun yeah which is super fun and then like as a result of sort of being part of like the group that was organizing like I wasn't really part of organizing it but I was like kind of in the mix of the people who would show up at sing-alongs PBS did an event in Los Angeles that was like th- they had this special that was like it's like 45 minute special on PBS of like behind the scenes Hamilton stuff and it was sort of the first time that like anybody aired any footage from the show itself mm-hmm. like for a wider audience cuz it was years before it was on Disney Plus and they did a screening of that in LA and they asked us to like perform a couple of songs from the show at this oh my like God, PBS that's presentation so funny. So to this day, I still have this, like, PBS tote bag that I got as a result of, like, singing at that thing.
1: I just, I, like, the amount of steps, like, things that just decisions you had to make to end up in that scenario, I love those kinds of things. We are like, how did, like, it's a very record scratch freeze frame moment there. Yes.
0: (laughs) And, like, I it's I don't even know how I got onto it in the first place. But so, yeah, I, I like that I was like, no, I wasn't really in the fandom. I did go to live events a lot.
1: I didn't know I wasn't in the fandom. I was actively involved in the fandom and actually performed for the fandom.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> at, like, a PBS-sanctioned official <laughs> Hamilton event. Okay, so, yeah, so I was in fandom that way, but I wasn't really on, like, Tumblr Hamilton fandom. Because I think that by the time that it really got a hold there, I had sort of, like moved moved past my like sort of fervor mm-hmm. phase right and so yeah to briefly cover the the hamilton fandom on tumblr it it sort of had the trajectory of like a classic like tv show mm-hmm. kind of fandom which is really interesting because I, I would not have expected that necessarily as a fan of it myself because the way i wanted to interact with it was like karaoke right um and memes but people yeah were shipping the the characters the and the historical fathers. figures like yeah <laughs> like it's a historical RPF yeah. basically but sort of based on these interpretations of these people like they are characters in the yeah, show they're, right? Because like, they're like they're broad interpretations of these people. yeah and not
1: all the events are completely like facture fact like hamilton itself is historical fanfic
0: so exactly Yes, exactly, yeah. and so yeah, sort of fanfic of a fanfic. So yeah, this uh, Hamilton
1: is fanfic of Hamilton is the fifty is like the like if if Hamilton is Fifty Shades if if this is the worst this okay you know where <laughs> if I'm, Hamilton is okay, Twilight if this, this, the source material is Twilight <laughs> Hamilton is Fifty Shades and fanfic of Hamilton is the Ever After series that was the Fifty yes. Shades fanfic. <laughs> Yes, And this exactly. is the kind of intellectual conversation that you can expect on Dashboard Diaries.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's perfect. <laughs> and, and yeah, and fan fiction was like a very big thing in the Hamilton fandom. Yeah. Like I said, like I never read any of it. It doesn't sound like you were involved really in the fanfic of Hamilton. I was not. So I was like, not really aware necessarily of like how large the the fanfic output was. But there were some very popular fanfics, including one called To Scale the Blue Sky by an author named Isra. And I heard about all of this after the fact. But essentially, there was this Eventually it, it sort of this scandal broke open in the Hamilton fandom and it sort of I think in some ways like marked kind of the end of of the Hamilton fandom because it just sort of like it it, it just sort of became the thing that overwhelmed the fandom for a little while I think so yeah a lot of people were writing fanfic To Scale the Blue Sky was a an high school AU so um, you know an alternate mm-hmm. universe fic set in high school. And in it, it was like it, like the author, it sort of presented it as like a, a fic in which she wanted to explore the AIDS crisis. And so like in, it, in the fic, like several of the characters have HIV AIDS and are sort of dealing with that. And it's like, you know, it's exploring that, which sure, you know, it's like th- like Rent is another incredibly popular yeah. musical with teens. And that's like the main theme of Rent. So like Kinda like a Hamilton, okay. Rent
1: crossover essentially. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Like but it's set in high school, you know. <laughs> and so they were writing this AU. We'll get to how the cannibal mermaids factor into this in a little bit. But basically, this became an incredibly popular fic within the Hamilton fandom, and as a result, the writer of it Isra became like a, a sort of big name fan, mm-hmm. right? Like she was some, somebody that like a lot of people were aware of, people were very into this fic, and she also talked about how the fic was sort of inspired by her own struggles as an HIV positive person. And both she and her wife who also helped her write the fic were both HIV positive. Isra was a non-binary Chinese Pakistani victim of sex trafficking and oh well, I I don't know actually if if their pronouns were they them at the time, but and then Isra's wife Raj was a Catholic Somali lesbian of color and they're both HIV positive, right? So it's like there's, it, there's, you know, it's very like multicultural, it's international. They're really, they're writing something from their own experience. Mm-hmm. This became something that a lot of people in the fandom were very, you know, interested in the fact that like they, you know, were talking about their various experiences on Tumblr and they started to, to run a blog called HIV living, which is kind of how the scandals known now is like the HIV living Hamilton scandal. And that, that Tumblr was about, you know, living with, with an HIV-positive diagnosis. So as part of this, you know, inevitably, as these things often lead to, eventually there is a, a hey, if anybody wants to give me money for my struggles, here's a, you know, cash app mm-hmm. link, right? And another Tumblr user started to kind of look into this and this Tumblr user had, was the username um, hmm. Uh but she also went by Digitalis, which I think was one of her fanfic names. So I'm just going to call her Digitalis because it's a little bit easier for me to say. So she looked into the cash app and was like, huh, the location of the receiver of this money is in the US. Like that's a little bit fishy. Eventually Digitalis, the person who was kind of you know curious about this, found out that actually neither of these people existed and it was just an american teenager named alex who had completely fabricated these people and initially when this all came out alex you know or that's how like alex is the name that's like referred to i don't know if that's actually her real name but she was a college student and she immediately tried to backtrack by saying that isra and raj were like based on real people whose stories that she really wanted to tell and you know as a way to like honor them and stuff and like Eventually, that was proven Mm -hmm. to definitely not be true. So this person was essentially pretending to be a victim of sex trafficking, two different people with HIV and also two different people from very different backgrounds from hers that lived in completely different countries. Wow. And presumably just to get readers for her HIV positive Hamilton fanfic. (laughs) Like that was the... (laughs) that seemed to be the, the 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 idea and then also eventually of course to receive money from course, people yes. and when everybody found out they you know they demanded refunds back and alex was like of course i'll refund you and apparently she never did and eventually just like all of her works and i think entire existence off the was just like scrubbed off the internet but the other part of this too is that as often goes with these sort of like call out sequences you know, it's like Digitalis called out HIV living for being fake people. And then people started to call out Digitalis for doing this out of revenge because she had to take down her Hamilton fanfic that was about cannibal mermaids. Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. I honestly was waiting to see how the cannibal mermaids were gonna factor into the the HIV human trafficking storyline. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: So that's how like apparently yeah it's like they like (laughs) some people accused Digitalis of or they were accusing the followers of HIV living for forcing Digitalis to delete her cannibal mermaid Mm -hmm. fan fiction it's uh, it's unclear if this happened the obviously like all of the posts referencing this are gone all the original posts and like all of the fic itself is gone right so it's like it's hard to know how much of this is true and like what the original oh fanfic gosh. actually was but that is the story of hiv living in and the the hamilton fandom which is just 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 why I mean
1: I'm struggling to find the words I'm so sorry that we've lost this you know, relic, this historical, you know, footage or, you know, record from the internet. It's like losing the Library of Alexandria. Like, honestly, it really is comparable. It's so sad to see. Uh, I really have so many questions, especially about... The cannibal mermaids for example are the mermaids the founding fathers are the founding fathers dating the mermaids are the founding fathers the cannibals are the mermaids also cannibals are the cannibals the founding fathers and the f-
0: mermaids are anyway i have so many what's so that- yes so actually sort of none of those things i got a little bit wrong it wasn't hamilton Cannibal Mermaid fic, it was Hamilton RPF Cannibal Mermaid fic. So actually, the pairing in it was Lynn manuel Miranda and Anthony Ramos.
1: And they were, was one a cannibal and one was a mermaid? They and, were cannibal yes, mermaids? No, no. Cannibal Slash Lin
0: was a cannibal mermaid uh-huh. in it. Uh-huh, of course. But apparently it featured romance and murder, but no vor. Okay. Which is interesting. But... Apparently, also it it started as a little bit of a of a trend, and and there's at least two other cannibal slash vor mermaid Hamilton RPF fix, both of which have now been deleted. <laughs> and also, apparently, there is a one of these fix got turned into a like published romance male male novel, like a self published novel. <laughs> so there's that also.
1: I- I just wish there was more time in the day to read all of this. I just want to know. <laughs> I want to read them all. I want to know it all. Like there's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, dropping the book into our notes so that you. it's called Riptide 1, Little Gods
1: of Water. Excellent. Also, this is just a side note. Can we please do a future episode on just Shrek and the resurgence of Shrek and how that fandom yes! has become whatever it is? Once we can talk about movies again... Uh, oh my God.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: I saw, because obviously I am served like a large, a large portion of my algorithm is Shrek content. Can't, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't know why, but I saw that someone has written a <laughs> Shrek romance novel. One of those like trashy kind of like grocery store checkout oh, inc- romance novels. It's called,
0: incredible. it's called
1: Get In My Swamp.
0: Perfect. What else could it possibly be called?
1: My friend and I are starting a book club to read Get In My Swamp. So if you want to join the Get In My Swamp book club, look, everyone's welcome.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's amazing. So that's, yeah, that's the story. I'm so glad
1: the internet exists. I'm so glad, simultaneously glad and concerned that the internet can... Yes. Uh, For everyone involved.
0: Okay, Cher, I've talked to you for way too long about... The the Hamilton (laughs) Cannibal Mermaids. And I could talk for so much longer, Lauren. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to keep talking and we're going to get into My Immortal. But for those listeners, this is going to be a two-parter. So check back in two weeks. And with that, I'm Lauren Shippen. And you can find me at thelaurenshippen.tumblr.com. And I'm Cher McAnally. You can find me
1: at overshares.tumblr.com. This has been Dashboard Diaries.
0: And... May your Anands always be loving, your Dash always refreshed, your gifts always be loading, and your ships always cannon. May the fixer reading always be finished, and the answers you seek always in the reblogs. Thanks for scrolling with us.